0: Hi readers, I'm Jordan and I'm Katie and welcome to not another heroine season two the podcast where we break down the best and worst fictional heroines of any genre (laughs) because that's what we do now.
1: Want to see what's next on our TBR list? Subscribe to us on YouTube or follow us on Instagram for a sneak peek at upcoming content or to help us pick our next book. the week pick off the week (laughs) i've been watching brooklyn 99 oh so have we oh really yeah (laughs) it was just on last night (laughs) that's nice nice yeah okay um because it's all of the episodes where scully is like opera singing like in multiple episodes back to back (laughs) i do too (sighs) uh he's just such a like Kind of gross, Teddy Bear. Like, yeah. not the one you hug, but the one you're like, I can't throw this away because I've had it since I was like 12. But there's all kinds of weird substances on this. <laughs>
0: it was, yeah. <sighs> so if you haven't watched Brooklyn Nine Nine, where have you been living? I, that's fair. because like New Girl and Brooklyn Nine Nine like came out at the same time, and they're
1: did I mean, they? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: interesting. Back when I had cable TV, I was watching. <laughs>
1: Ooh, throwback. <laughs> oh, I feel old. <sighs> That's fair. So um, if you can read, uh, you know that the pick of this week is Two Twisted Crowns by Rachel Gillig. Which is the Gillig? Yes, sorry. Was that like a goldfish goal? <laughs> it felt appropriate. Anyways,
0: sorry. Yes. Mm, no. Nope. Sequel. Sequel to
1: One Dark Window. Uh-huh. Yep. It's book two. This is a duology, which I feel like is not a very popular format. I love duologies, though. I do, too. It's just long enough to keep you going. Mm-hmm. And I will say that this one is probably one of the best duologies I've read. Like the first one. So it's comprehensive enough across both books. Please read. continue. I'm going to
0: interrupt yeah, for a second eyes. because for readers- if Katie says this is the best duology she's ever read or one of the best, she's read so many, <laughs> so many fucking books. I can't even comprehend.
1: I It really is. Because I don't know that I've read a book series that has pacing so well done that, like, is intentionally a two-book Series. Because, like, sometimes in duologies, it feels like they just couldn't shove enough into the first one that they, like, kind of like needed to yeah. yeah, the remnants in the second one. No, this one was like a comprehensive story arc. It made sense that part one was book one, part two was book two. Like, and it, you know, had bridges across, and like the pacing was similar, but different enough that it didn't feel like you were just reading one book. Like, it was intentional. Like, it was really well done, which is surprising because I think this is. Rachel Gillick's first book, if I'm really? not mistaken. Yeah, that's what's like wow more impressive about it. So, it's kind of spooky. So, I feel like it's not like I think it's marketed as fantasy romance, but it doesn't feel like it though. No, it's dark. If you've read Uprooted by Naomi Novik, it has very similar vibes where it's like dark in fantasy e, but in a really kind of like brain fog I cannot describe the vibes of this there, book. <laughs> so,
0: within like fantasy romance as a genre, um, I feel like almost every fantasy book has like a romance line. Yeah. There's ones where like the romance line is screaming at you from like the very start. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this one was like, it's always there, but it's not the like overarching theme.
1: Yeah. Cause the romance develops pretty like typically and kind of fast and boring. Yeah. It is. I will say the romance is like a little bit boring, but. It kind of adds like a dynamic aspect to the actual plot of the book. So it's like a sub thing that needed to be there for certain things to make sense, I guess, but it's definitely not, you know, like romancy, but I will say the second one had like a secondary romance line that was pretty compelling. Like
0: I I'm almost <laughs> convinced <numbs> to read <laughs> I don't <laughs> I- so <laughs> are <laughs> this was all kinds of num nums because i really liked the start of in like in one dark window because it's her cousin mm-hmm. that gets the maiden card yep yeah sorry i don't mean to take your thunder no no no, no. that's a I my brain's not working so thank you for okay. saying that <laughs> i love that idea mm-hmm. that like in exchange for her basically her like kind soul yep she gets all this beauty and she turns into like a A rage queen?
1: Yeah. Well, so if you haven't listened to the first One Dark Window uh, pick of the week episode recently or don't remember, um, the concept of this world is there's these like kind of like tarot card things that give you an ability when you like activate them. And there's only so many of them. So only like nobility get them. And there's a bunch of different families. And then there's one ruling family who kicked out. The previous ruling family, like, really gruesomely, and now they're in charge. And if you have all 12 of the cards in one deck, like, you get rid of this, like, magical mist that's killing people. That's a concept. Um, The maiden card that Jordan is talking about. Huah, I'm like, <laughs> So it makes you, like, I can never say this word ethereally. Yeah, yeah, ethereal. Oh, okay. Ooh, you got it. Um, It makes you ethereally beautiful, but it like removes all of your emotions, so you can't feel anything. And so she's very cold, very reserved, like she can't laugh, she can't be angry, she can't be uh, turned on, lol. She can't, like you don't feel anything, so Mm -hmm. you're just this beautiful like- Like almost like a picture portrait of just like a person, but you still exist and you can talk to people, but you don't feel guilt. You don't feel. So she does all these like kind of fucked up things and she's like, I'm just doing it because I'm existing. That's an
0: interesting parallel for depression. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Let's make this Uh, even more
1: depressing. (laughs) Yeah. Dark. Um, but the romance line in this second book is the cousin. She has the maiden card and she is engaged. I'm trying to do this in like a non spoiler way, but it's kind of hard. So she's engaged to the prince, the like heir prince, who's a fucking horrible person, like super brutish, angry, but in like a really sinister, maniacal, harmful way. And she kind of had this whole like, oh my gosh, like he's a prince and like we're going to have a our- very happy tale ending and everything's going to be amazing. And she starts to use the maiden card and she's engaged. And, like, really horrible things happen to
0: her. Oh, no. Yeah. Are it's, we talking, like, a domestic abuse kind of?
1: Yes. Not, like, fully, like, you know, raped, but, like, just, like, abused. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, like, where she's existing. But the second heir, so, like, the spare or whatever... He is kind of helping our main character, you know, put together this, like, deck of cards so that they can save um, the other guy's brother. So he's, like – and he's also been abused by his older brother. And so we get this, like, nice pairing of the cousin and the second heir. And they, like, are kind of irritated about having to work together.
0: But then, like, ah, they fall in love. (laughs) It's just so satisfying. Okay, so my, I guess my big looming question for this book is Mm. whose perspective is it written from?
1: Um, so it does have perspective switching, which I know you don't like, but it's mainly told from the spare air, spare, whatever, his name is the spare now, um, (laughs) his perspective, the monster's perspective, and the love interest perspective. Guy, I think his name's like Raven or something. Um, so it's told from these three perspectives, but the perspective switching is done a lot better in this book than the first one. Okay, so if it kind of like turned you off from the first one, this one's done way better. Like it's, um, you get all of the three storylines and they're a little bit intertwined, but it feels like you're getting a break. Okay, yeah, but wow, yeah. Because it's uh, the romance is just so much fun because she's just like removed from all of her emotions. But she like wants to feel things because that's kind of like the sketchy part that is a little bit of a spoiler. So maybe like mute for a second. But they took the card from her. So she can't turn it off. Oh, no. Yeah. So she can't feel anything. And she wants to. And she wants to turn it off and just be herself. But she's not allowed to. Oh, no. Yeah. That's so sad. <laughs> I know. And so the spare is trying to help her like put together you know this mystery and like get her card back and he's like slowly like you don't have any emotions like let's test the boundaries of these like I'm gonna make you super angry and also I'm going to like see if you feel any kind of like romance spark arousal Mm. and she's like I don't really feel anything but then he gets these like glimpses of her like kind of smiling and he's like ha 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 on the right track (laughs) it sounds so cute actually it is so cute I It was very satisfying, way more satisfying than the like main romance line, but oh, and it's just so good. And you get like a redemption arc at the end that like made me cry. Like I had to go sit with my partner just for like 20 minutes after finishing this book. And I was just like, I'm just so sad and uh, ugly crying. He read the first book. Yeah, he did. Did he read the second one? Uh, Not yet, but it's on his game plan. Oh. Yeah. So it's a book that you can um, kind of like shove off to people that don't like fantasy so much Mm -hmm. and they'll enjoy it. (sighs) It was just so well done. You look like you just ate a really good cupcake. I did. The cupcake. (laughs) It was the nom noms This is this book. (laughs) Um, So similar books is just like obviously the first one, One Dark Window um, by Rachel Gillig, because you you do need to read the first one just to get like a what's even happening. Um, The second one is Uprooted, uprooted, which I mentioned before, really similar vibes. And then Belladonna by Adeline Grace, just because of like the darkness and like the characters, but I feel like this is a more Mm adult-y, like like more complexly written version of Belladonna, Um, because like Belladonna isn't YA, but like- written, almost ya Yeah, the
0: style is definitely catered towards a younger audience.
1: Yeah, so this is more adulty and dark.
0: Okay. Ah, I just love
1: it so much! And there's, like, good plot twists at the end that you're like, fuck!
0: I'm Ugh. at war with myself because I love the concept of this romance angle between mm-hmm. these two characters, but I don't like the perspective that it's written from.
1: Like, you don't... Oh, I see.
0: I'll give it a shot. You should,
1: because, like, the first one... Is kind of like a 3.5, four stars. Like I get it's a a little bit boring. But the second one is like fucking she like found her pacing and like figured it out. But the story arc is very like continuous. Like, ah, I love this book. I can tell. It's it's just so good. And it's like it has all of the emotional kind of like trauma uh, that like it's sad but you're like happy about it but then you're like oh but it's bittersweet and you're like ah. yeah anyways <laughs> two twisted crowns rachel <laughs> So, from katie's shelf to yours we'll see you on the next page Readers, if you'd like to help us pick our next book, send us a message on Instagram.
0: Or if you'd like to just listen, we post new episodes every Monday and Wednesday on Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. Thanks for listening.
1: Bussin'.